Hello and welcome to MacPreneur, the show that helps entrepreneurs from all around the world run their business on Apple Gear. My name is Damien Schreurs and here we go for today's episode. So, in today's show, I make my best to help you choose which desktop Mac to buy for your business. This is the last of a three-part series where I explore different Macs that Apple offers at the beginning of 2019. If you haven't decided yet between a laptop and a desktop Mac, pause this episode and download number 29 as I go through a series of questions that will help you make a decision. In that episode, actually, I said that Apple was offering four types of desktops, when in fact there are really six different models to choose from. But before exploring the the pros and cons of those models, I just wanted to thank you for listening to the show. I truly appreciate you fitting the MacPreneur podcast in your busy life. If it's your first time, welcome to the MacPreneur tribe. You're joining listeners located all around the world. And if you're listening for a while now, I'm super grateful that you're sticking with me and I would love to have your feedback by shooting me an email at damien at macpreneur.com because I want to help you make the most of your Apple gear even between episodes. I've prepared 30 tips for your iPhone and Mac. Among other things, you'll learn how to operate your device faster and tame notifications, which will make you more productive on, on the long run. To sign up, For this free email course, just visit macpreneur.com forward slash tips. So now let's dive into today's topic. At the top of the show, I mentioned that Apple is offering six uh, desktop Mac models. And uh, here they are. So there's a 2018 Mac mini. There's a 21.5 inch iMac without retina screen. Then the 21... 0.5 inch Mac iMac with 4K Retina screen, the 27 inch 5K Retina iMac, the Mac Pro and the 27 inch iMac Pro. Now with the Mac Mini and the Mac Pro, you will need to either purchase a screen keyboard and mouse or reuse uh, existing hardware. Now, in order to prepare for the show, I've created a table with uh, all the different desktop models that Apple offers, uh, as well as their price in three different con- configurations. So the, the cheapest option that, that you can buy from, from the Apple Store right now and what you get for, uh, for that. What I consider a good standard configuration for most people, and I would say for most people in an office type uh, environment so for office type work and that is 512 uh, gigabyte ssd and 16 gigabytes of ram and finally the last column will show you how much it can cost when you max it all out so you put as much memory and uh, hard drive uh, and even sometimes graphics card and so on and processor And uh, yeah, so the the table is available in the show notes at macpreneur.com forward slash episode 31. Now, here is how I've structured uh, today's episode. I will go through each model from the least expensive 
to the most expensive. And uh, for each of them, I will give the pros, the cons, as well as the which kind of professional I believe should consider buying uh, the specific model. So let's start with the Mac Mini 2018 uh, edition. So the, the big advantage of the, the Mac Mini, it is, it is small. So it, it doesn't take a lot of space on the desk. And also it can be actually rack mountable. It's, uh, there, there are some, you, you can buy pieces of equipment where you can fit the Mac Mini in it. And then you can rack mount, uh, I think, two, two Mac Minis at a time. Another advantage of buying a Mac Mini is that you're not limited to the 21.5 or the 27-inch screen of the iMac. You can go bigger than that if you want. Uh, and the thing is, it has four Thunderbolt 3 ports uh, through USB-C. And this can drive a 5K display or two 4K displays at the same time. So which is uh, which is really good, and because it has a Thunderbolt three, as I explained in a previous episode, it can it can actually drive also an, an eGPU. So you you can connect an external GPU to uh, boost the the graphics uh, processing power of the of the Mac Mini. Now another big advantage is it integrates the new T two chip. It's a chip that Apple has uh, developed. Uh, for security purposes, so for uh, secure boot, and also uh, there is a, a secure enclave, a bit like uh, on the iPhone. So the, there is a on this special processor and this special place. That's where all the keys, the keys to the kingdom, are are stored, and, and so it's a it's a way to make the device much more secure and much more difficult to 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 tamper with. Now, um, <clears throat> unlike the, the iMac, the normal iMac model, the Mac Mini can be upgraded to a six-core CPU. And uh, in addition to that, it can go up to two terabyte SSDs. It can uh, be fitted up to 64 gigs of RAM. And uh, this is really special uh, in the in the desktop lineup of of uh, Apple, is that you can uh, ask for a special option to have a 10 gigabit Ethernet connection. The uh, other models they have by default a one gigabit Ethernet connection. So, uh, yeah, as, as you can see, even though it's uh, an, an affordable machine that anyone can buy. Apple really had in mind that it can be used for for professionals. Now the the I would say the biggest disadvantage of the Mac Mini is that you need to buy uh, the screen uh, separately. And uh, if you go and buy uh, the uh, standard LG monitor or, or Samsung monitor, you may not have a webcam, so you may need to also purchase a, a webcam if you if you do. Uh, Skype or FaceTime, so this is something that uh, that you you need to to think about. Now, for for whom would this uh, Mac Mini uh, be a, a good fit? I would say for a professional who wants a bigger screen, 
bigger than the 27 inch uh, that uh, iMac can offer. So you could have, for instance, a 32 inch screen or there are even now 38 inch ultra wide models. So it's really, uh, it's not that it's, it's, it's as tall as I would say maybe a 32 or 34 inch monitor, but it's really, really wide. And so with this kind of monitor, you can put three and sometimes even four uh, pages in, in a Word, for instance, in a Word document, so uh, side by side. So this is, uh, this is something that, that if, you, if you don't want to, to buy a computer and then buy a second screen, if you just want to buy one screen, that would be a, a, good, a good solution. Uh, Apple had in mind uh, musicians and also software developers when they released the Mac Mini uh, 2018, uh, because you, it, it, they can be actually put in, um, they, they can be daisy changed. So that means that you, you could have uh, a farm, like a farm of Mac Minis, and you can distribute the load of what you want to do to the different Mac Minis. Now, it's also good in a conference room or in an uh, exhibition hall connected to a, to a flat screen TV, for instance, because it doesn't take a lot of space. It, uh, it can be, so it can be hidden somewhere. And uh, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't generate a lot of heat, doesn't generate a lot of noise. So it's, uh, it could be a good option uh, in that situation as well. And uh, so fully equipped, so with a, a six-core CPU, two terabyte SSD, 64 gigs of RAM, the 10 gigabit Ethernet connection, it's clearly entering uh, and fitting into pro territory. And, and for me, it's not a coincidence that the 2018 Mac Mini comes actually in space gray, the, the same color that uh, the iMac Pro. Uh, the next... The next Mac in the lineup, uh, price-wise, is the 21.5-inch iMac without Retina screen. Now, this is, I would say, for the for professionals, this is the one model that I recommend the least. So the, the only, I would say, the main advantage of that iMac is that it's really the cheapest. It's the cheapest iMac in town. Uh, fully upgraded, it only costs $1,500. Another advantage, and I would say that's the advantage of the iMac over the, the Mac Pro and the Mac Mini, it has an, it's, it's an all-in-one system, so it's a, it's a nice compact way with screen, everything is together, and it has an uh, SD card reader built-in, so if you if you take a lot of pictures and you always and, and, and you store those pictures on an SD card, it's quite easy to to uh, import the pictures. But frankly, that that's about it for that model, because if you want to go to an SSD, you're limited to 256 gigabytes, and it's limited to 16 gigs of RAM. It doesn't have a Retina screen, and if you look at the specs, it's really the slowest uh, machine that you can find because the, the base model has a one terabyte, one terabyte spinning hard drive model. So it means that after a while it will be uh, quite uh, sluggish.
and uh, that's all the the non-pro iMac. Uh, it has only two Thunderbolt 3 ports uh, via USB-C. So if you if you want to connect a bunch of uh, a bunch of peripherals, yeah, it might not be the the good option. So for whom is this this iMac without Retina screen? Well, I would say for professional on a budget, really the, doing only email, web browsing, and I would say using the desktop really occasionally. So a professional who has a, a MacBook or who has an, an iPad Pro, for instance, and then from time to time traveling a lot and from time to time in the office wants a desktop. But really, I, I, don't, I don't recommend that machine at all. It's, I would say it's more for, for consumers. Um, another potential use case for this kind of iMac would be in a hotel lobby. So it's, it's a machine that you, you lock down, but you provide just internet access to, to your customers or to your visitors or, or to your guests. That would be a, another option. The next uh, in the line is the 21.5 inch iMac with 4K retina screen. So obviously big advantage over the other one is that it has a retina screen. So it's, it's a very nice uh, screen. It's very good for the eyes. Uh, like the other one, it has an SD card reader. And I would say another advantage is that it's, it's cheaper than the 27 inch model. So again, based on your budget, this could be the, the one that uh, you may want to, to consider. The disadvantages is that it's limited to one terabyte SSD and 32 gigs of RAM. So if you need a lot of space, uh, that could be a, an issue. And uh, yeah, and again, only two Thunderbolt 3 ports. So for whom is this 21.5 inch iMac with retina screen? I would say for a professional with a budget of up to $2,000. Doing mainly email, web browsing, and also using the computer on a daily basis. So you, you want a screen that will not make your, your eyes blurry and things like that. But it's not recommended if you do uh, photo editing, video editing, and so on, because uh, the processor and the graphics card has less power than the next one in, in, in the lineup, which is the 27-inch 5K Retina iMac. So the advantage is that it's a Retina screen and it has a higher resolution than the 4K model, which means that you will have more space on the desktop and be able to put more windows at the same time or have bigger windows uh, on your desktop. It can be fitted with a two terabyte SSD or a three terabyte Fusion drive. Now I have to say, if you, if you don't know what the Fusion uh, technology from Apple is about, it's just it's combining a small SSD, usually 128 gigabyte, with a spinning hard drive. And so the, the, the advantage of this kind of technology is that it can be cheaper than a full SSD. It can be still fast to boot. Uh, booting the computer will be fast because 
all the files that are accessed frequently, like the operating system and some apps, applications that you use, they will be stored on, an, on the SSD, which is very fast. And the other data, the, the, your picture library and so on, they, they will be stored on the spinning hard drive, which, which is much slower. Now, in practice, I've uh, bought a one terabyte Fusion Drive um, Retina 5K Retina iMac, and I must say that um, it's not that good after a while. So at the beginning, it's okay, as long as most of the data is on the SSD. But when you start filling up the, the spinning hard drive, the internal spinning hard drive, then the, the computer can be slow at times. So really, it was a good experience. I was happy to, to be able to, to buy that, that iMac and to test it. But the next iMac that I will buy will be a full a full SSD. Another advantage of that 27-inch 5K model is that it can be fitted with up to 64 gigs of RAM, which is twice what the 4K model can, can accommodate. Now, the disadvantage of the, this 27-inch is uh, somewhat the price. So it, if you want a 500-gigabyte SSD uh, internal hard drive with 16 gigs of RAM, it will cost you between 2300 and 2700 depending on the, the graphics card that you will choose. So for whom is this 27-inch uh, 5K Retina iMac? It's for professional who wants really a gorgeous 27-inch uh, Retina screen with lots of internal disk space and occasionally doing some photo and uh, video editing. The next one on the cost ladder is the Mac Pro 2013. Now, I, I won't go into much details about this computer because it has not been updated for the past six years. And Apple is, is offering an even more powerful machine right, right now since uh, December 2017, and it's the, uh, the iMac Pro. Actually, the professional who needs the kind of computing power that, that was offered at the time by the Mac Pro should either wait for the successor of the Mac Pro or should buy the iMac Pro. So that's why I, I won't go into details. It was a, a, an interesting and, and powerful machine when it, when it was released in 2013. But uh, nowadays there is something better in the lineup I would say something more powerful, which is the 27-inch iMac Pro. So it may not speak to you, but it has an Intel Xeon processor starting with 8 cores, and you can even buy a model with an 18-core processor. It can be fitted with up to 4 terabytes of SSD and 128 gigabytes of RAM. So <laughs> that's really, a, that's really a, a beast. That's actually twice what the Mac Pro, the 2013 Mac Pro, can accommodate. It has four Thunderbolt 3 ports and it's the only other desktop Mac with the Mac Mini from 2018 that is equipped also with the T2 security chip. Now, the, the big disadvantage, obviously, is, well, it's the cost, 
Now it's it's starting at $5,000. And if you max it completely out, it can go up to $13,200. Now, for whom is the iMac Pro? Well, it's for professional graphic designers, for photographers, videographers, or app uh, or game developers, anyone involved with music production, movie production, but really in a, as, as a, it's their way of making money. If you're not sure you need the iMac Pro, it's very simple, you don't. <laughs> it's, it's shiny, it's, uh, yes, it is space gray. You can even have a space gray keyboard and a space gray mouse. And so it looks nice and it's look, it looks really different from, from the other models, uh, the other desktop models in the line. But really, even if you had the money to buy this, if you don't do this, the kind of, of work that, that I've talked about, you will, you will never fully uh, take advantage of, of the machine. So to summarize, if you have an existing screen or if you want a screen that is bigger than 27 inch and you don't need really the, 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 the raw power of the, of the iMac Pro, then I would say you should buy the 2018 Mac Mini because it's a very good machine in terms of specs. You can you can fit an external GPU and you can hook it up to 4K monitors or even 5K monitors. If your budget is tight and you need a computer for office type work only, then I would recommend the 21.5 inch uh, iMac with 4K Retina screen. So it's important to, to have the, the Retina screen. If you have a budget between $2,000 and $5,000, then you should go directly to the 27-inch 5K Retina iMac. For me, there is, a, there is no question about that. And finally, if you need as much power as you can get and your budget is above $5,000, then the last iMac Pro will, will most probably make you very happy unless you're okay to wait a bit more until Apple releases the successor of the 2013 Mac Pro. There is no official date yet, but we, we might hear about that uh, in June uh, this year, 2019, at the WWDC, so the Worldwide Developer Conference that will take, take place in, uh, around San Francisco, in June this year. So that's it for today. I hope you found this episode useful and it helped you choose which desktop Mac would be the most suitable for your particular needs. As usual, a transcript of this episode and all the links will be in the show notes available at macpreneur.com forward slash episode 31, where you're more than welcome to provide feedback in the comments section. Actually, I'd love to know which kind of Mac you have right now and if you're thinking of upgrading it in the near future. Until next episode, I'm Damien Schroes, wishing you a great day. 
Hold on, I'm thinking of creating my very first online course aimed at helping entrepreneurs tackle a very specific problem that I've noticed time and time again with my clients. If you'd like to know before anyone else what it will be about, shoot me an email at damia at 